Welcome to Looking Shoreward, a bi-weekly podcast about the history of real and fictional pirates. I'm your host, Sarah Carton. I'm always salty and interested in all things pirates. Now let's set sail on today's adventure. Today on Looking Shoreward, we will be talking about the pirate Hector Barbosa. Barbosa is a fictional pirate based in the Pirates of the Caribbean film franchise. He's typically known as a captain, but he's also the pirate lord of the Caspian Sea. He spent some time as a privateer for England, and at one point, he was Jack Sparrow's first mate. His personal relations include a daughter, Karina Smith, and his pet monkey, Jack, named for his compatriot, Jack Sparrow. Hector Barbosa gets his name from an Ottoman corsair, Hayyuridin Barbarossa, a Turkish admiral who sailed in the 1500s. Barbarossa was apparently a nickname meaning Redbeard. Returning to our fictional friend, Hector's first name originated onset of the first film from chatter amongst the actors themselves. Not much is known about Barbosa's early life. We do know that he was born the bastard son of an Irish noblewoman in England. We don't know anything about his father, unfortunately. Young Hector grew up poor, and it was because of this that at the age of 13, he ran away to Bristol to become a sailor with the merchant marines. Barbosa wanted to be an honest sailor, but he realized that profit was pretty low for an honest sailor, and if he really wanted to earn the big bucks, he was going to have to resort to pirating to make his money. Not much is known about Barbosa's early years as a pirate, but it is rumored that he sailed with Henry Morgan, Calico Jack Rackham, and even Blackbeard himself. Barbosa's history truly begins when he turns up around Shipwreck Cove in his early 40s. At the time, he was the captain of a small schooner called the Cobra. It's around this time that Barbosa scores a hefty victory on a large French bark. But soon after, the Cobra is attacked and sunk by rogue pirates greedy for Barbosa's hard-won swag. Barbosa nearly drowns in this encounter, but is saved by two of his crew, Pintel and Rigetti. Their surviving crew members then make their way to Shipwreck Cove by way of Tortuga. It is here that Barbosa first meets Jack Sparrow. They become acquaintances, maybe even friends, and soon Sparrow finds out who attacked and sunk the Cobra. Turns out it was the Russian pirate Borya Palachnik. Borya is then tracked down, tried in the pirate court, and then sentenced to hang for his crimes against his fellow pirates. While Borya is awaiting the carrying out of his sentence in pirate jail, Barbosa pays him a visit. Borea then apologizes for the mistreatment and gives Barbosa a small block of wood to make amends. He doesn't know it at the time, but this little trinket is actually one of the nine pieces of eight, something very important to the pirate lords. Later, Barbosa whittles the block into a sphere and gives it to Rigetti for safekeeping, who uses the wooden ball as a makeshift eye to replace his missing one. Back in the jail, Borea agrees to give Barbosa his ship, the Coldanya. Kind of magnanimous for a pirate, don't you think? 
But anyway, not long after this encounter, the Coldanya is stolen by the rogues that Borja used to sail with. Barbosa then joins the crew of Captain Teague, one of the pirate lords, to get the ship back, and also Jack Sparrow, who was taken along with it. This venture proves to be successful in the end. After this time, we lose track of Barbosa again for a number of years. When Barbosa resurfaces, he runs across Sparrow on the island of Tortuga. It is here that Jack recruits Hector Barbosa to be his first mate on the Black Pearl. This crew takes a venture that goes all the way across the world to the Far East in order to protect the Brethren Court from a shadowy enemy. Not much more is known about this venture, but it did prove to be a success. About two years pass, and Barbosa is still Sparrow's first mate. They have heard word of a treasure-filled island, the Isla de Muerta. Sparrow relates to the crew rumors of the treasure being cursed. However, some of the crew, Barbosa included, don't believe the stories. About three days after setting sail on this voyage, Barbosa approaches Captain Jack to get him to share the heading for the island. Because the Isla de Morta is an island that cannot be found except for those who already know where it is. Jack has a map that he thinks will help lead him to the island, but he trusts Barbosa to help him with this, so he shares the heading. That same night, Barbosa commits mutiny against Jack. The Black Pearl is his, and they soon maroon Jack on a stray island. Not long after this, Barbosa and his crew find the Isla de Muerta, and the treasure is theirs as well. Now, what does any pirate do once they've gotten their treasure? They head to Tortuga to spend it all. Once they start spending the gold, they find that they can't taste any food. Drinks don't quench their thirsts anymore, and they can't really feel anything. They now realize that the curse was real, and that Jack had tried to warn them. They soon decide that all the treasure must be returned to the Isla de Muerta. They must collect all 882 pieces of the Aztec gold and return them to the island, to the chest of Cortez. At one point, during their quest to collect the gold pieces, they come across a young boy adrift at sea, and he tells Barbosa that he's been to the Fountain of Youth, and Barbosa thinks, this is the answer. This is how we'll get out of this curse. But as it turns out, this boy's tale is nothing more than a trick. Barbosa and his crew resume looking for the gold pieces that are missing. Two years of searching, and Barbosa's crew has collected all but one of the gold coins. It's now that Barbosa is closing in on the final piece to reverse this curse. They attack a ship crossing to the Americas from England but they can't find the missing piece. However, knowing where it was headed naturally leads to them spending the next several years pillaging, plundering, and raiding settlements in the New World looking for that last coin. What they didn't know is that William Turner had been on the ship that they attacked, and he had the last gold piece, which was sent from his father, bootstrap Bill Turner, an original member of the crew. But when Will was rescued by a passing ship, Elizabeth Swan took this gold piece from him. Yikes. 
There's lots of baggage to unpack there. Eight years have now gone by since Barbosa was close to finding that missing gold medallion. That's eight years of no food, no drink, no relief of any kind. And yet, fortune chooses to favor Barbosa again. The medallion ends up in the ocean and calls to the cursed pirates to bring it home. They set sail for Port Royal, where Elizabeth Swan lives, still in possession of the coin. In the dead of night, the Black Pearl attacks Port Royal. Raiders from the crew bring Elizabeth to the ship, where she barters the coin with Barbosa in exchange for the pirates to leave Port Royal forever. Barbosa outsmarts her, and he wins her and the coin. She is only a prize because she lied to the pirates and told them that her last name was Turner. So they think she's the missing piece to their puzzle. Turner blood will help undo the curse. So she comes with the coin to the Isla de Muerta. Barbosa performs the ritual to break the curse. But nothing happens. He then realizes that she must not be Bootstrap's kid, and she concedes, but won't reveal who she knows the true Turner to be. Barbosa then strikes her out of frustration, and she is forgotten for the time being. Unnoticed, Will Turner sweeps in to save her. Barbosa has to fight off accusations from his crew for leading them astray. They blame him for killing Bootstrap, for finding the wrong Turner, for marooning Jack in the first place, and they pretty much think it's his fault. They're cursed. Barbosa prepares to fight the whole crew, though his prowess with the sword keeps anyone from drawing against him. It is then that Barbosa's pet monkey Jack alerts them to the fact that Elizabeth is missing and the gold piece gone along with her. Barbosa sends his crew to look for them, but what they find instead is none other than Jack Sparrow. Barbosa is bewildered to learn that Jack is alive, having thought him dead for almost ten years. Jack coolly barters for his life because he knows whose blood will help lift their curse. But Jack won't give up the name unless he gets something out of it as well. So everyone boards back up onto the Black Pearl and heads out after Will and Elizabeth, who are now on the HMS Interceptor. Jack tries to bargain for the Pearl with his knowledge of Will, but he annoys Barbosa to no end and ends up being sent to the brig. The Black Pearl, being the fastest ship in the Caribbean, catches up with the Interceptor in no time. A fight ensues, and the Interceptor falls. During the fight, Barbosa's pet monkey, Jack, finds the medallion and brings it back to his master. The Interceptor is destroyed, but the crew is taken captive on board the Pearl, and after some minor theatrics, Barbosa has Will taken captive and the medallion in hand as well. On the way back to the Isla de Muerta, Barbosa makes a pit stop to maroon Jack and Elizabeth on the same island Jack was marooned on before, intending to finish the job he started ten years ago. Barbosa then makes haste for the Isla de Muerta, where he will finally lift the curse, although this time, during the ritual, 
He intends to kill Will in order to prevent any further mishaps. Of all people, Jack Sparrow is the one to show up right before Barbosa can finish the job. Jack once again barters with Barbosa. Jack wants the Black Pearl and for him to not kill Will just yet. In exchange, Jack will help Barbosa defeat the British troops now waiting outside to ambush the pirates. Jack also intends for Barbosa to take the ship, the Dauntless, which Jack will follow as part of a fledgling fleet, thus making Barbosa a Commodore. Jack would also then give Barbosa a cut of all his plunder and buy him a nice new hat. Barbosa understands the need to not lift the curse so that the undead pirates can go make short work of the British troops waiting offshore of the island, and he agrees to Jack's terms. In the meantime, Jack, Will, and Barbosa are waiting in the cave of the island while the rest of the pirate crew deal with the British. However, in this time while Jack is harmlessly picking through all the treasure he can, he attacks Barbosa, inciting a duel. Talk about rude. Barbosa gets frustrated because he can't die. There is no point in them fighting a long, epic battle when he can't be hurt. So then, Jack stabs Barbosa, who takes Jack's sword out of his own body and runs Jack through with it. Surprise, surprise! Jack is cursed now, too! Because he stole some cursed gold when no one was looking. Shocker there. Guess who's pissed? Barbosa. Again. Because of Jack. Again. So, they continue to duel because now no one's happy. While all this is going on, Elizabeth has shown up, having escaped from the Dauntless in order to help free Will. Which may or may not be part of Jack's plan. That's still unclear. Once again frustrated by the cyclical nature of this battle, Barbosa pulls out his pistol and aims for Elizabeth, someone who seems integral to all other parties involved. However, Jack beats him to the punch and shoots Barbosa instead. Barbosa laughs because he's cursed. He can't die. What a waste of a shot. And what a waste of a pistol that Jack has carried with him for 10 years. The same one he'd been left with when he was marooned. Or so Barbosa thought. Unbeknownst to Barbosa, Will had gathered his own and Jack's coins and blood to replace them in the Aztec chest just as Jack shot Barbosa, at the very moment Barbosa's curse was lifted. And death followed close on its heels. Fortunately, this isn't the end for our dear Hector Barbosa. Join us next time for the conclusion of his enticing tale, only on Looking Shoreward. Research for this podcast was done by me, Sarah Carton. Recording and editing was done by me, Sarah Carton. I'd like to thank actor Jeffrey Rush for an absolutely stunning portrayal of Captain Barbosa on the silver screen. I'd like to thank my awesome support network, without whom I could not have taken the time to do this. 
And finally, I'd like to thank Anchor for making this process so painless. Until next time, crew, take what you can, give nothing back.